Being in business for yourself can be scary. Get small business savvy with Maureen and Crystal. With 24 years of experience between them, join as they discuss how to work hard and work smart. Hi, and welcome back to Small Business Savvy Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to handle people in your life that might not be the most supportive or might even be downright negative. There was a meme that I shared in one of the groups that I belong to last week, and we will post it on, if you're more of a visual person, we will post it on the Small Business Savvy Podcast page, but I'll read it to you. It's, it's not the image as much as the words, and it says, don't take it personally if the people in your life don't support your entrepreneurial goals. You're doing things most people don't even have the capacity to dream about. And it's credited to stormyhunt.com. I don't know if that's the original person who said that or if that's the person who shared it, but um, it just, it really spoke to me. And when I posted it in the group, there were so many people that commented on it and said this was exactly what they needed to hear at that time. And that is a problem I think that a lot of solopreneurs deal with is people not necessarily supporting or even saying some downright negative things to them about their business. What do you think, Crystal? Have you, have you run into that yourself or have you heard of people talking about running into that? Oh, I could, I could write a book. I could write a book. <laughs> um, I've definitely, I've, I've dealt with in excruciatingly painful, unsupportive people in my life, as well as people who just generally, you know, don't get what I do. And even for myself, I have taken that personally, you know, sometimes. So I would say, yes, absolutely. Um, I've dealt with family or what I would, what had thought was family, you know, dealing with it. And I will say that, you know, I'm trying not to like have some resentment, but it's there. I feel it. And I've had people within the industry who haven't been supportive. I mean, yeah, you're, you're going to face it and kind of a no, no matter which direction you look at, that's for sure. So, um, yeah. And we talk, I kind of touched a little bit on it just then, but we talk about, you know, why are some people unsupportive out there? Why do people not want to support you? Especially it's hard when you're an entrepreneur because you have all of these dreams and these goals and you lay them out in front of everybody and you're kind of like a little puppy just wanting to <laughs> receive the treat. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? What do you think? You know? And the response might not be so receptive, but you have to keep in mind why are some people unsupportive? And some of the main reasons that they're not is they might not understand what you're doing. You know, like I said, I tell people all the time that with what I do in blogging and social media, I don't expect anybody to understand what I do because it's not really, it's a, it's a fairly new industry. It's still kind of a baby out there. And so I don't expect everybody to understand what I'm doing. Another thing might be that it's, it's so different than what they're doing. It may threaten their ideas of how things are supposed to be. And we live in a society where things are pivoting very quickly right now between brick and mortar and online and entrepreneurship. People don't believe that you can get up in the morning and work from your, from your home in your pajamas. They think, oh, you know, that's not professional. And you know, while I still advise getting up and getting dressed and, and, you know, doing your things to put yourself in a mindset, no matter where you're working from, you know, it's, it's, it's reality. So it is out there and it might make them unsure of their own choices. You know, if they're right, why 
did you choose to do something different? Should they be maybe choosing to be just do something different? They might even be jealous. You know, maybe you're pursuing something that they've always wanted to do and they just haven't attained that yet. So it is, uh, it might be inconveniencing their life in some way, or they need to pull others down in order to feel better about themselves. And that one right there, I think is the biggest one of one of my biggest pet peeves. And I tell people all the time that I cannot stand people who lower the bar of others or yeah, lower the bar of others to raise their own is what I'm trying to say. And that's out there more than you think. And you just got to take it with a grain of salt. You just have to. That's so true. And you know, it's okay to cut these people out of your life. If you're in a position where this isn't, you know, a close family member or somebody that you have an obligation to, why are you keeping them around if they're bringing you down? It doesn't, if it, they're not adding anything to your life anymore, you know, just bless them and set them free. Try, try not to do it with anger um, because that kind of, that energy will stick with you. Um, it won't affect them, but it will bring you down. So try to, you know, think of it as they're doing the best that they can right now. And in order for you to be your best, you need to not be around them anymore. So you bless them, wish the best for them and just release them. And you don't even necessarily have to tell them that you're doing that. Just kind of slowly back away. Um, but I, I did that with, somebody that had been a very close friend uh, a number of years ago. And it wasn't even a business thing as much. It was more of a personal thing, but she was constantly making little comments here and there that would dig and talking badly about other people to me. So I, I kind of knew that, okay, well, if she's doing that to her other friends to me, then she's doing that to me, to her other friends. So mm. I just decided that for my own sanity, I just needed to you know, kind of not spend as much time with her and kind of, sl again, slowly back away. And it, it kind of, the friendship kind of died a natural death and there wasn't any big blowout scene. I don't harbor any ill will toward her, but it was just one of those, like, it's not bringing me <laughs> to sound like, you know, I was Marie Kondoing it. She wasn't bringing me joy, <laughs> but I, uh, it just wasn't lifting me up and I didn't need that negative energy around me. Absolutely. I, I have been there as well. And I, I know that, it's hard, but I, I like that. I like to put that out there because I believe what you're saying is for me, it's personal accountability. You know, like I said, a, a lot of times when people have said something, even people who I've considered as close friends or family, it's personal accountability for me to say, how am I letting these people affect me? You know? And so by cutting them out, you're taking that stand and that personal accountability that you're not going to let that control you, you know, kind of situation. Absolutely. And you're able, yeah. And you're, and you're, and you're able to let go of that, that resentment, like you were talking about, which is something I work on on a daily, <laughs> a daily basis as well. So, because and if it's, if it's somebody that you're interacting with on social media, you know, you can unfollow them. If it's just somebody that you feel you need to stay friends with in order for it not to create, you know, like family drama or something, you can always unfollow them, which means you won't be seeing their negativity in your feed and they don't know that you've unfollowed them. You can unfriend them if, if that's the case, or even block them. Once you've blocked them, they, it's like you no longer exist to them on social media, so they can't see anything you're doing. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing those steps as well. 
So sometimes, you know, like we were talking about with, with family members, sometimes you can't remove yourself from the person. Maybe, like we said, it's family, it would cause drama. Maybe it's someone you want to have a relationship with, but they're not supporting you. So we have a few tips on what you can do to handle in those situations. So number one is remind yourself that it is their issue and not yours. As hard as that can be, there is only so much that you can actually control. You can't control what they think or what they say, but you can control how you react. Again, guys, it's that personal accountability that I preach and preach and preach. Number two, refrain from justifying yourself to them. Accept that nothing you say is going to change their minds. It's okay. Just let it go. Get off the roller coaster, as I like to say. Number three, decide whose opinion really matters. If they aren't living a life that you would be okay with, why does it matter what they think? Again, consider the source. That is such a big one, guys. People who are above you are not going to judge you because they're doing what they're doing. They're enjoying what they're doing. They don't need your, you know, your expertise, so to speak. They're above you. The people who are below you, though, that happens. You know, so you just have to you have to accept it and take the source. Number four, set limits. If the lack of support is showing up in ways that sabotage your business, not respecting your work time, for example, let them know you won't be answering your phone or answering the door between the hours of such and such. And then don't stick to that. Keep the promise to yourself. You are the person that you have to get up with in the morning and deal with. You're the person who pays the bills. You're the person who sets your schedule. Number five, make a joke of it. If you can't beat them, join them. When one particularly unsupportive friend would make jokes about my quote unquote not working, <laughs> I would join in, which is, it's, it's funny because I would actually do this and I would say, oh yeah, yep. I've been just, you know, laying on the couch all day, eating bonbons. I knit for a living. That's what I do under, you know, basket water weaving 101 was my education. And then once people start to see that they're not getting that rise out of you, they stop because let's face it, I feel like oftentimes we're still stuck in elementary school, middle school, high school even. And there's just people who are still stuck in that. And again, it's those people who feel like they kind of have to tear down to lift up. So you just have to kind of take it with a grain of salt that they're probably digging a little bit at you because they're going through something personal in their own life, maybe their own business, maybe they don't feel satisfied. So just play it off, brush them off. It is my life goal to actually eat a bonbon on my couch someday, since that yes. seems to be what a lot of people think I do. I have never had a bonbon. I don't even know where to get one, <laughs> but I need to get a bonbon, lay on my couch. I might even turn on Days of Our Lives while I eat it. Oh, I, that and a good romance novel. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference to our last podcast. So if yes. you don't get it, you need to go back and listen. <laughs> I love it. So what do you do? Like if, if you have some of these negative influences coming at you, which unfortunately you can't eliminate them hundred percent. So what can you do if you do have some, some negativity coming at you? And one of the things that I always recommend is, you know, just fill up your own cup. You need to figure out how to support yourself and see, you know, what kinds of things are you letting into your surroundings? What are you listening to? What are you reading? And I love to listen to inspiring podcasts. And again, reference to last week's episode, we share some of our most favorite podcasts. So if you haven't listened to that, make sure you take a listen to it after this. And you'll, we'll have some suggestions there of some podcasts that can, can kind of lift you up and hopefully inspire you. Um, you can read some inspiring books. 
You can also make sure that you surround yourself with people who will support and lift you up. And they always say, you know, you can't choose your family, but you can absolutely choose who you spend time with. And I recently, well, I say recently, it's been over a year and a half now, but I joined a local networking group. And one of the main, re main reasons why I joined it was I was looking for an opportunity to get out of the house and interact with some actual real people and not just my computer screen. But one of the benefits that I got from it was that I have met a number of people that are just wonderful real life cheerleaders. And this particular networking group is much less about getting business and passing out business cards and more about finding your tribe. And I, I highly, highly recommend this group. I'll put a link to it in the show notes so that if you're, if that's something that you're looking for, you can check it out. I'm sure they have a, a chapter in your area, but you really just need to be your own biggest cheerleader. You need to watch what stories you're telling yourself, what messages you're telling yourself. And then again, surround yourself with podcasts and books and movies and things that are full of positivity and lift you up. Exactly. I've, one of the biggest things I think that I was a real revelation for me was I used to always think that I had to have like a mentor that I would meet with every single day, one-on-one, -on -one, you know, and like you said, I totally recommend finding networking groups, guilds, you know, whatever you need to be a part of to have that. But you don't necessarily, you know, if you love a person out there who's a motivational speaker, who's on TED Talk or, you know, whatever, don't think that just because it's not obtainable to sit down and have coffee with these people, that they can't be your life coach. You know, you can listen to their podcasts, you can read their books and, you know, fashion yourselves out of them and look up to them. It's, it's okay. And this is just I feel like this is just such an important episode. If you're going to listen to anything out there, you know, definitely please, please, please take to heart these words because I don't know, maybe it's just my own personal journey, but I feel like I have let a lot of negative things affect my creativity. And when you work in a creative outlet or you're an entrepreneur and you have all these ideas coming at you constantly, and I would consider that creativity these negative things can really, really, really affect that. And I don't want to see anybody lose out on chances, opportunities, and momentum just because of what one person said, or even your own self, you know, don't be your worst enemy out there. Take that accountability, that personal accountability, and really, really, really hold on to being your biggest cheerleader out there and taking these things with a grain of salt because... Yeah. I don't know. I, I could preach on this forever, Maureen. I really could. <laughs> well, you know, being in business is hard enough. Don't let anything else make it harder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So guys, again, I really hope that these words have been inspirational to you. You know, they are not cliche. Please don't think that. Please, please, please take these things to heart and get out there and just break through all that negativity. Who cares, you know, what they think. As long as you're bringing in what you want to, you're achieving the goals that you need. So thank you guys so much for tuning in here to Small Business Savvy Podcast. So tell us, please tell us what are some of the tips that you've done to maybe overcome self-doubt or, you know, 
how do you deal with negativity in small business? Shout us out on, on Facebook, you know, come out to Facebook, come out to our Instagram at small business savvy podcast. We would love to hear from you. Give us a comment. So let us know what you think. Let us know how you're doing out there and let's talk guys. Let's chat. Let's build each other up and be each other's cheerleaders in this situation. So again, thank you guys so much for staying tuned. See you next week. And until then, work hard, work smart.